Good morning. The word of the Lord from Exodus 3, verses 1 to 6. Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked, and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called out to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. And he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Thank you, Mr. Brewer. I'm very glad this morning for this opportunity to preach again the, the Word of God. And as you can see, I'm wearing a very classic African Angolan cloth that someone made to me for to my very first preaching back into this church. So it's not Brazilian. <laughs> Even though it could be. It is, it is very classic and important text in the Bible. We see the story of Moses and how God called him to be the deliverer of Israel. After 40 years living and being educated as the son of the daughter of the Pharaoh of the Egypt, Moses was taken to the desert to learn the simplicity of life as a shepherd of his father-in-law Jethro, priest of Midian. This is what this story talks about. And according to the deacon Stephen's speech in the Acts chapter 7, verse 30, Moses had already been living in the desert for 40 years. So he is now 80 years old. But only at this stage in Moses' life 
did God consider him ready to receive this special revelation through which God would also give Moses a new purpose in his life. And this morning, we are going to speak of God's revelation and its purpose. We know God not because we came after him, not because everyone used their knowledge to know who God is, but we know God because he came after us. He showed himself. He chose to be known for us, and through his grace, now we can come, being together, to worship him, and this is what we're going to teach or, or, or learn or speak this morning. God shows himself through the burning bush. First of all, God shows himself to those who allow themselves to be worked by him. God shows himself to those who allow themselves to be worked by him. It's what we read in this text of Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Let's read again. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Although Moses was born of a Hebrew mother, mother, he spent his early childhood raised to fear God by his biological mother. He was actually known as the son of the Pharaoh's daughter, receiving the finest Egyptian education. In other words, in terms of formal Education, he was raised like a prince of Egypt, receiving all his instruction in the science of that country. For that reason, Moses certainly felt like a superior being, which would explain why twice he was in physical altercations once against an Egyptian, and another one, he saw the fight between two Hebrews. You can see this in Exodus chapter 2. Because Moses murdered an Egyptian in defense of the Hebrew, the Pharaoh ruled that he had to be killed. So, at the age of 40, he becomes a fugitive in the desert of Midian, where he meets and marries Zipporah, the uh, daughter of Reuel, priest of Midian. There, Moses spent 40, another 40 years in his life. 
And what's the reason for, what the, for that new season in his life? Moses needed to understand that in humble, simple, and despicable things, God manifests his power. He needed to understand that it would be not be his royalty status, not his science and knowledge that would be used by God to deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt. The same way God did with the prophets Isaiah and Jeremiah, and also with Paul, the apostle, among others. The same way God does today among us. God uses us not because we are something, not because of a position in our society. God uses us not because we have lots of uh, educational degrees, not because we know something. God uses us in the way that, in, I'm sorry, God uses us as we have intimacy with him. The intimacy with God is the high-standing relationship that God wants from us. It was Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 6 says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to they strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. Moses, during that time on the desert, was in need to learn that. It's not because he was the son of the daughter of the Pharaoh. Not because he was educated in the high stand in the science of Egypt. God sent Moses to the desert. In that school, he spent 40 years of his life to learn that it was not based on what he was. It's not based on what we are. But God used those who has intimacy with God. And this takes time. And Moses started to be used in God's plan when he was 80 years old. I'm 61. Sometimes I feel that mm, I think I'm already old, old to start something new. And when I see Moses starting from ground zero at the age of 80, this tells us something. We are never old enough to start to be used by God. It's just a matter of spending time in the school of God, being worked by Him, through Him, to be used to Him. God shows Himself to those who allow themselves to be worked by Him, but also 
God shows himself to those who have eyes for him. Look at your Bible. Exodus 3, verse 2 to 4. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though, though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight. Why the bush does not burn up? When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. While Moses was shepherding his father-in-law's flock, he saw that a very strange thing happening. A bush that was on fire, but that was not being consumed by the fire. We have to admit, that, that event was very strange. Probably, in some, for some of us, if we were in that situation, probably we would run away thinking that something dangerous was about to happen. But that was what God used to call Moses' attention. Moses, who was living for 40 years in that environment, it caught his attention for at least two good reasons. It was a desert there with very little green around. Although some bushes were common to appear here and there, large fires wasn't frequent to happen. Second, if, even if a bush could catch on fire because of the dry weather and heat, the normal thing would be for the bush to be consumed by the fire very soon. As Mosul had been raised in the knowledge of the science in Egypt, which was one of the most advanced at that time, God used something interesting to get his attention. He was there, walking, walking, and very involved. In that situation, it was necessary to God use something very interesting to call Moses' attention. How could something call Moses' attention to God? And that, that bush on fire worked. Because Moses immediately stopped to understand what was happening, what was going on, he was able to hear God speaking to him. This is something that also applies to us today. 
because of the rush of every day, little time has been invested to listen to God's voice. Prayers are said in rush or limited to meal times today. With these golden opportunities to hear the voice of God in the everyday life has been wasted. Brothers and sisters, we should keep vivid in our mind that in order to hear what God has to tell us, we need to stop. Take a breath. Calm down our spirit so we can pay attention on his voice. God can speak to us through different situations. Through extraordinary moments like that experienced by Moses. But as well as in a moment of silence. Like that experienced by Elijah. When he heard the voice of God through a gentle whisper. Although he was facing a situation of tremendous distress. It doesn't matter what situation we are living in. God always speaks to us when we stop to listen to Him. When we stop in the sincerity of our hearts to listen to God's voice, we become so amazed with what he has prepared for us that our reaction will be no other than saying, Here I am, Lord, as Moses, Samuel, and Isaiah did. I had a time in my life when I was clerk of my presbytery there in Brazil. I also was chaplain in a big Christian school. And I also was a pastor assistant in a congregation. And my life was running all the time. Since early in the morning, most of the time going to bed Time later than my, my wife, always running. And for this period of my time, I had very few moments to read the Bible, to talk to God. And what God did, he didn't appear to me in a, <laughs> in a flame of fire in a bush. But he... He did stop me. I had a, a huge problem with uh, kidney stones. And I stopped for probably a month. And when I found that it was, I, well, I was cured by, of that kidney stone, I had to do a surgery. And I stopped for another two months. 
And when I, I woke up from that situation, I had another kidney stone on my left side. So I, I was stopped by God for almost six months. And I praised the Lord for that moment. I praised the Lord because I didn't have time to stop, to listen to Him, to have intimacy with Him, because I was in a rush most of my time. To hear God, we have to stop to listen to Him. Or, sometimes, He stops us. But we need to hear His voice. God shows Himself to those who allow themselves to be walked by Him, God shows himself to those who have eyes for him. And God shows himself to let us know who is he or who he is. Let's have our eyes back to the Bible. Verses 5 and 6, Exodus chapter 3. Do not come any closer, closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for this, the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Remember, when Moses went into the desert of Midian, he, he did so to escape from Pharaoh. Moses had a very deep sense of justice. It's why he interfered and killed the Egyptian and tried to to interfere in the fights between two Jew people, two, two persons. Moses had a very deep sense of justice, but according to his own sense of human justice. The time spent in the desert was necessary in order to God work on his character so that Moses could learn who God was and how he would going to walk through his life. It was necessary to learn about God's timing. And that class lasts 40 years. Not that I said knowing who God was and not just in having information about who God was. Let tell me tell you this story. A very eloquent person with an excellent voice well known 
for his ability to recite poetry. During one of his presentations, he recited the text of Psalm 23. At the end of the presentation, everyone applauded enthusiastically that excellent presentation. The show director then had an idea. He challenged someone from the audience to do better than that professional. After a while of silence, an old man got up and offered to recite the Psalms 23. He walked up to the stage and with a very literal self-presentation and without a professional voice, he recited the Psalm 23. At the end, no one stood up and clapped their hands to him. But everyone was visibly full of emotion and in tears. The show director turned the pro to the professional who had performed first, and then he turned to the old man, trying to understand what was happening, what was going on. It was when the old gentleman said, this professional man, he knows the Psalm 23. I know the Lord of the Psalm 23. This was what precisely would make the whole difference in Moses' life, knowing God in his intimacy. Having information about God many people have. Even in the, in the flock of the God, the children of the God, they have lots of information about God. There was a man in Brazil, he was very known, that he memorized the entire Bible. Can you believe this? Memorized. And he was invited to this TV show to prove that they had the whole Bible memorized. And then this businessman in the, sh the TV show, he used to open the Bible like this and point and said, what First Chronicles, Chronicles chapter 12 verse 14 says? And then he immediately he was able to respond. And then he opened again somewhere and he said, okay, Luke chapter 5 verse 27, what the Bible says. And immediately he was able to say what was it. He had the whole Bible memorized. But at the end, he was asked about his intimacy to God, and he said that he didn't believe in God. He had information about God. He was raised 
in a church. His father was a Presbyterian pastor. His mother was a very good God woman in the church. He had information about God. But he didn't know God. It was God was to teach Moses during that time. It's, when, it's why Mo, God came to Moses and to be sure that he, uh, to show Moses to, to who was speaking to him, he said this, I am the God of your father, Moses. I'm not a strange God. I'm not the God of the desert. I'm not the God of others. I am the God of your father, Moses. I am the God of Abraham. I am the God of Isaac. I am the God of Jacob. Only who knew the history, only those who were raised according to the knowledge of God that he received from his mother when he was little one, could understand who was talking to him. In other words, I am the one who chose Abraham, called Isaac, and made Jacob my chosen people. This is the one who speaks to you, said the Lord. Our Lord always presented himself in a no-doubt way. Why? To give confidence to those who, was he who were hearing him. The same happens today. God has already made himself known in his entirety through the Holy Scriptures and through Jesus Christ. As we read in the book of Hebrews Chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed heir of all things and through whom also he made the universe. But how can we hear his voice if you don't hear the voice of the word of God? How can we have experience to God if we are always in a rush and have no time to stop, calm down our spirit, and spend time with God? To know God in our daily lives is not enough just to have information about God. It's not enough to know what others tell us about God. It's not enough even just to hear good sermons about God. While all those things are important... What makes difference in our Christian life is knowing by our own experiences who God is. 
it's necessary to know the Holy Scriptures and through them having daily experiences with God. And then, from there, we will be able to experience the comfort of what God teaches us through the Psalm 46, verse 10, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that I am God. But to know who God is is necessary first. Be still before him. Brothers and sisters, Moses went up to the Mount of Horeb as a shepherd of his father-in-law's flock. But God changed his story forever there. And when he came down, he was deliverer of Israel. On the same way, when we submit ourselves to God's will, when we take off our sandals before our holy God, we also have our story changed forever by Him. This revelation realized throughout the story and recorded in the Holy Scriptures was given to us so that we know, we now can see the majesty of our good God who never hid from us. Through his word, he shows us his love, salvation, and guidance for our lives. God shows himself. But we need to stop, listen to his voice, spend time with him, have intimacy with him, high level of relationship, and then we will be still and know who is he every day. Amen. Almighty Lord and God, we thank you because you showed us, you showed yourself to us, and you allowed us to know you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your patience. We thank you for your love. We thank you for what you did with Moses and what you have done for us, giving us opportunity to come before you, talk directly to you, and be changed, transformed by you through your whole world. We thank you for the grace and of your word, 
We thank you for your salvation. God, we come before you knowing that we are nothing out of your grace. Come to us, God, and change our minds in order to changing our hearts. We spend time, we invest time, golden time with you and before you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.